Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. Are you living your best life? It is Friday, Friday, uh, Friday, what day is this, man? Friday, January 7th. Happy New Year to everybody. I want to welcome you and say hi, hi, hi. I am Brandon Beliso, and it is a new year, 2022. How about that? How about that? And we always got to begin by, first of all, welcoming you to the mix, but I got to get in here and say hello to my sponsors, right? That's always a good day. There you go. So I want to begin by saying hello to my studio. My studio, Tulay and the gang, Happy New Year's, folks. If you're looking for a great CRM system, there is none better. Did I say that? None better. I mean, the strides they take each and every day to better their product and to serve people are unequaled. They simply are. Kids love life skills, whether it's Today, tomorrow, yesterday, no one's going to a soccer coach and saying, teach my kid focus and discipline. They will walk into your school. They will demand it. And if you don't have a great systematic character life, character development system in place, you're going to miss the boat. I think what's very unique about Kids Love Life is that I love, it's the yin and the yawn. You know I'm a very yin-yawn dude, right? Hard doesn't exist without soft. Black doesn't exist without white. So I'm very passionate about that. So you'll get the good old... Good old family values of respect from 50 years ago when I was a little kid, but you're going to get that cutting-edge child development that we hear so much about because kids are influenced by social media, today's current affairs, right? has a huge impact on kids, so their thinking is different. Their processing is different, so you need to be relevant. But what is the yin and the yang? Respect was good 100 years ago. Respect is good today. Respect will be good tomorrow. So you want to take a little bit of that and a little bit of this, and that's where you get kids love life skills. You want to know more? Reach out to Marco Zola or Letitia Crap, she'll take good care of you. Elsie Accounting, my sister Tish, love you Tish. I just got off the phone with her. You know, we've pivoted hard through this thing over the past couple years, but even before that, you know, my sister's always been um, my rock, one of my rocks in my life. And, and as things move on, I find I recognize her strength. And this is very personal, I know. I recognize her strength and just what she brings to the table is a human being, but with the knowledge that she has about bookkeeping and things of that nature. So I love my sister. Thank you so much. Looking for a great accountant? Uh, I look, find my sister. And of course, Mark Muscles, Stephen Reinstein and the gang. You know, Stephen, I love you, sir. I know I haven't seen you in a couple years because of everything going on, but I hope to see you one day soon. If you don't have a Market Muscles website, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. It's because somebody in your neighborhood has it. Stephen lives by that very strong ethic. If you have a website of his and another school within a five-mile radius asks for it, Stephen will tell them no. That is integrity. That's a type of integrity you cannot buy, and it's something that I'm just like, ooh, it makes, makes the hair stand up on my arms. Coo, coo, and double cool. And what about me? Man, what about me? People ask me all the time, what you got going on? I have so much going on. We just started Wisdom. Wisdom is my six-month intensive, exclusive, one-on-one, -on -one, customized mentoring program. I talk to my clients every day by text. We meet for an hour every week. You know, we strategize and plan, and I pivot left and right to create their version of success. And I think that's really the art of a great consultant. So whether it's me or somebody else, and you're out there in the world looking for a consultant, if they try to tell you you got to do it my way, please go the other way. Go the other way because my version of success may not be your version of success. But having owned small businesses for well over 30 plus years, I have failed. I have succeeded. Third generation small business owner. I know I can move any small business 
from here to here. But see, that's just the first part. The second part is how about the school owner's mindset? How about where their heart is, right? That's super important too. No amount of money and success is going to make you happy. It's a vehicle to buy you time to figure out who you are and makes you happy, but it doesn't. So I, that's what I'm loving about this so far. I, I, I feel like this deep kinship with everybody involved, and I'm grateful. I'm just super grateful. So three spots left for wisdom. If anyone's interested, uh, just reach out to Letitia, and she'll take care of you on that. Mm. Podcast. Success Never Sleeps, you can catch all the episodes on all the major platforms. So if you don't get to see this one, you want to just check it out through the podcast, you can do it there. And of course, Mindful Meditations. Every night for the past ooh, almost two years now, I've been meditating with a group of people. My mind is the biggest muscle in my body. I must exercise my mind. Cool? All right, man, we've been off for two weeks, and I'm ready just to rock this thing. Rock it, rock it. Let me see who's here. Conrad, what's happening, Conrad, sir? Mish, what's up, Mish? School looks amazing, Mish. I just love the school. I see a lot of people sitting up in the corner. Sensei Bolden, how are you, sir? Did you know Kaji Kembo and Kenpo in the Bay Area used to be unified? Yeah, we used to be buddies and go to luau's together and everything. So that's pretty cool. You're part of Kaji Kembo, sir. Super, super cool. So what are we talking about, right? Disney. Disney. Disney and more Disney. You know, I talk about Disney a lot. As much as certain demographics will complain about Disney and say, wow, it's overpriced, it's overpriced, it's overpriced, but you're still the person standing with freaking Mickey Mouse ears in the mix. Why is that? Why is that? Because Disney has core values. Disney has strategies. Disney has principles. They take these certain things when they're hiring, when they create a movie, the different things that Disney do does that go way back to Walt Disney, and they haven't changed, right? There's some other stuff added into the pot, but fundamentally, the stock that he creates in that pot, the basic foundation of his soup is still the same. Because you know why? Values are values. And I shared that when I was talking about kids love life skills. Respect was good 100 years ago. Respect is good today. The challenge, the challenge with that for many companies, because they don't have that long history, all they're doing is riding this wave of what's cool and hip, right? It's all about culture. It's all about why, right? So it's so hip and trendy. And these young companies with a CEO that's freaking 25, 26 years old, they haven't lived enough life. They haven't been beaten up, right? They, their company hasn't been around 60, 70 years like a Disney to be able to say, hey, you know what? These values stand the test of time. That's the huge difference. That's why we see such this influx right now with the great resignation. I truly believe a lot of people are leaving their jobs, not just because, oh, I don't want just a paycheck, right? I need purpose because that company hasn't proven those values again and again and again. So a company like Disney, super powerful. So I chose Disney because I think their model, anyone that has stood the test of time is something you can take to the bank. Right? I'm really, really passionate about that. So as we go through these different things of Disney, I want you to share in your comments how we can apply it to martial arts schools. Right? That's what this is all about today. Right? The way we can take the Disney way to bring it into our schools and be successful. You with me? So put in the comments, everybody who's here, how many of you have been to Disney? Disney World, Disneyland. How many of you have watched a Disney movie right? or been to one of the Disney events? Disney on Ice. Something of that nature. Who's ever been connected to Disney? 
Go, go, go. Hey, Roy, what's happening, my brother? Who else is here hanging out? I want to know who's here. Ah, Bao, what's up? Master Bao, how are you, sir? Sharon, hey, Sharon. How's the hubby? Give the hubby my love, please. And you said some kind things about me on a comment one time, Sharon. I just want to thank you for that. I don't forget things like that to me. They're powerful. So put in the comments who's ever been to Disneyland, Disney World, watched a Disney movie, who currently has Disney Plus, who's ever been in the Disney store, who's ever, you know, uh, been to Disney on ice, any of that. Go ahead, put it in. Put it in. Hey, Farzad, my oh, I, I miss you, sir. I miss you. You were out here for its time. Hey, sir. Oh, uh, Chris. Master Pullman, I know you don't like me to call you that, sir, but I'm going to call you Master Pullman. He is a legend, a legend, a legend, right? Some people are legends and they don't get the recognition they deserve. Chris, I just want to tell everybody through the land of the internet that you are a legend in my eyes. Smart man, simple man, no bones, no bones, no bones, but he's on point. Ashton, what's happening, Ashton, sir? Cool, cool, cool. All right. So all of the above, put it in the comments. I want to know who's watched the Disney movie, been to Disneyland. Yep. So think about that. Everybody right now watching the show has either been to Disneyland, watched the Disney movie, um, been to the Disney store, or, God, I take my daughter to Disney on ice ever since she was, I don't know, three, four years old. Man, and that's not cheap, right? On and on. Everybody. Why? See, that's the big question is Why? Think about that. I was looking at a demographic study of Disney, and they say, yes, primarily it's kids and families, right? But if you really look at it across the board now, you know, Disney's purpose is they really want to flush out that adult market. And so they're, you know, it's so funny because one of Disney's uh, strategies, their information. I want, wow, information. That's a trip. One of Disney's strategies is to be a company of information. So they want to bring information to people, relevant information. So if you go to Disney Plus now, you'll see what? Marvel, you'll see Pixar, you'll see uh, Star Wars, you'll see Disney, you'll see their, their whole um, documentary National Geographic thing. I mean, Disney's really broadening their palette, and that's their purpose. They're going to gobble up everything in their sight. So if you want a good stock to buy, buy Disney stock, invest in it regularly. 20 years from now, you're going to make money off Disney. You know why? Because Disney's been here since what? The 50s? Something like that? Disney isn't going anywhere. If anything, it's growing bigger. And one of their huge commitments is to that, is to work on their, their whole platform of streaming. That's become one of their priorities. And I'm going to share that phenomenon with you before I get into detail. Right? A lot of people said when Disney got closed because of the pandemic, their association with Disney was simply these parks, right? Even though they own the merchandising and all the rights to Star Wars, Pixar, you know, everything else. So what Disney said, hmm, the happiest place on earth, right? That's one of Disney's big mantras. Let me see if I can pull that one up. Uh, uh, is this one? Yeah. The most magical place on earth, right? That's Disney, one of Disney's mottos. The most magical place on earth. Well, Disney, they also talk about how they want to be innovative, right? The most magical place on earth. Well, the parks are closed because of the pandemic. The most magical place on earth. Ah, that's our motto. The most magical place on earth. Hmm, the parks are closed. Well, metaverse, 
It was no challenge. They knew everybody was locked away in their homes. So what did they do strategically? They launched Disney Plus in your home, in your face, to the tune of 85 million. Who knows what that number is now? The goal is to grow it to something like 230 million in the next couple of years. So, of course, their priority has become streaming because they recognize, you know what, with or without these parks, Disney is still Disney. It's still the most magical place on earth. You know, when we sat during the pandemic and we watched Mulan as a family or we watched, you know, some other Disney movie that came out as a family or we watched something magical like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Frozen, on and on and on. In our home, it was the most magical place on earth because Disney transports you. And that's what they strive to do. So put in the comments, how, what's one thing you could do in your martial arts business to make it the most magical place on earth? Go, go. Somebody put in the comments, back me up. <laughs> yeah, Mish. Went to Disneyland when I was 12, I hated it. But I have Disney Plus because of the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. But you did go to Disneyland, didn't you, sir? You did go to Disneyland, right? All of the above. I have four kids, and we've done it all, sir. See? Yep. Rebecca, all kinds of Disney places. Good. Hey, Roosevelt Kelly. That's a new name. Welcome to the show, Roosevelt. Roosevelt Kelly. And so that's what I'm just sharing is why. Why is that? Why is that? You know, how can we take that, that mindset, the most magical place on earth, right? The most magical place on earth, okay? And we know from Buddhism, and I know this is a huge shift in the mindset, Buddhism talks about bliss, nirvana. We've heard that before, right? Not the band nirvana, but bliss, right? They talk about it a lot in Eastern philosophy. We're looking for that bliss, that nirvana. True bliss, true nirvana is in the smallest of things. Marco, when you look Christian in the face and he smiles at you, tell me that's not heaven, right? There you go. That's a prime example, right? Or the first kiss. Well, you're just lingering and you're just right there, right there. Or the perfect bite when you're super hungry and that food just tastes so perfect. Or sitting on a beach seeing a cool sunset. Or Sensei Mish, that wall being built and looking at your school fully built going, wow, I did it. I finally have a brick and mortar location. Isn't that bliss? The hard work aside, isn't that bliss? Isn't that nirvana? So when we talk about creating that bliss, that nirvana, I know for us, a prime example, you walk through our front door at our locations, you will get a hello within five seconds. That's a little piece of nirvana. Absolutely. That kid standing at the edge of the mat and an assistant instructor standing there waiting for them, ready to tie their belt and say hello. Boom. That's a little bit of nirvana right? Highlighting and spotlighting a student in class while their parents sit there just beaming. That's another slice of nirvana. That happy birthday postcard the kid gets in the mail because kids don't get a lot of mail, right? And that mom sees it first. That's a little nirvana. The kid gets it and mom says, hey, look what you got from one martial arts today. And they look at this birthday postcard. That's a little nirvana. But the yin to the yan the yin to the yan is when we're impatient with a student, right? Because we're not in the mood to teach that day. When we belittle a student, we call them out for not practicing. That is not nirvana. That's a long, long line at Disneyland that, that you got to stand in, right? You feel me? Who's with me on that? So put it in the comments. I want to know. Let's see. Yep, that's your most magical place on earth. Okay, we can continue to teach each class with those magical experiences in mind and looking for them daily. Yep. 
Yeah, but Roy, you're a pilot. How can you create that nirvana on a private flight when you're flying somebody? How can you do that? What could you say to them, Roy, right? When they're sitting in that plane and you're getting ready to take off, what magic can you create for them, right? Could it be a piece of Ghirardelli chocolate sitting on their chair, right? Could it be a kind word? Could it be maybe you Google them before they get on the plane and you know three facts about them, right, that you can connect with them? See, because what Disney's all about is that emotional connection, right? If we create those mag the most magical place on earth, it's about creating those memories, those type of memories. And it doesn't matter whether it's a martial arts school, a private you know, plane that you fly, sir, or a restaurant. We all have these. What we're talking about is that emotional connection. It's that emotional connection. So what can we do? What can we do? Somebody put it in there. Come on now. Making students feel special, yeah, when they enter your establishment. Greet them by name at the front door. Yeah, you know that, Chris. Just like the, the, the old TV show, Cheers. The song was, where everybody knows your name. That is, that is bliss. That's nirvana. That's a magical moment. You know that when you walk in somewhere and someone hasn't seen you in forever, and they go, hey, Mr. So-and-so, you go, oh, wow, I feel important. I've been acknowledged. I've been recognized. This person knows my name. And I haven't been in this establishment. You see where I'm going with that? So we're very diligent about that greeting. And when you leave, everybody says goodbye, right? So it's really, we have that opportunity, but a lot of us don't think that way. Number one, because our schools are built around our ego, purely our ego, right? And I come into the school and everybody bow down to me. I'm the master. Feed my insecurities. Feed my fear. Feed my ego. Tell me that's not true in so many martial arts schools. It is. Maybe that's why only 1% of the population do martial arts. Maybe that's why so many schools refuse to pivot into virtual when it was necessary. And maybe that's why people are refusing to go into someone's driveway and deliver a belt on a stick during the pandemic at the height of it because their ego doesn't allow it. Ego is the most dangerous creature in this world. Confidence is a different day. Confidence we earn through hard work. Confidence we earn through achieving our goals. That's a whole different subject. So stay with me on this, okay? Stay with me. All right. So here are some of Daisy's core values. Now, tell me which ones exemplify Brandon Beliso. Am I optimistic? Yep. Am I innovative? Yep. Am I a decent soul? Yep. Uh, am I a quality person? Yep. Am I huge on community? Yep. And am I a storyteller? Yep. There you go. And you know what? I hadn't even looked at this in probably, I don't know, since I was in Korea, right? When, when I got the chance to share the stage with Bob Cappadogli. Cappadoglia? I, I can never get his name right. He wrote the book, The Disney Way. And so when I looked this up, doing my research, I was like, wow. So look at those core values, right? We are supposed to be optimists. And that's why during this pandemic, I've been deeply challenged by the school owners that choose to use social media to piss and moan about the situation, right? Well, my students don't see that. This is my private page. There's no privacy. If you think any of your stuff is private, I'll challenge you to the core. You tell me anything you have is private at social media, and I'll find someone that can get to you. It's, it's that simple. Oh, I blocked this guy. No, you didn't. Because his friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, six degrees of separation, can find you. So one of my biggest advice to every school owner, stop bitching at social media. Don't utilize that. We are optimists. We are the beacon of light. We are the beacon of light. We are the ray of hope. 
That's why people came to us. During this pandemic, I can't tell you how many reviews. Go look at them at Google with, wow, how they've been through this pandemic. Wow, the positivity they offer. Wow. My team and I you know, have really dug deep through this thing. Innovation. I'm an innovator. I do know for a fact we were the only profitable school, not that other people didn't do this, we were the only most profitable school running with no contracts, upgrades, belt testing fees, enrollment fees, sales scripts. We don't even have offices in our schools. That doesn't exist. So I know all that innovation we've been doing for well over a decade or so now and being extremely profitable. Right, And that's what brought this whole disruptor group about, that innovation. And I continue to do that because I study companies like Apple, companies like Disney, companies like Tesla, you know, all these innovative companies who might have some practices you may not agree with. I understand that. But what they're supposed to be based upon. We all don't hit the mark. None of us do. Right? So let's be mindful of that. Like Whoopi Goldberg says, he with no poo-poo on his tennis shoes, be the first to walk on the white carpet. You with me? Decency. Human decency. Right? Do we promote that in our school? Do we? Uh, let's see. Where are... I want to see the comments. Where's my comments? No comments? Now, oh, there they are. Hey, Sean. There's another new name. I love it when new people come aboard. Sean Sewell. Hey, Sean. What's happening? Welcome to the show. I see a lot of people sitting up there in the corner watching. Please share that. The decency. I think that's a big one too. That's why a lot of the practices in our school were reviewing. I grew up in Kenpo. Right. So we're always reviewing because we do want to maintain the integrity of our art and produce quality martial artists. But we want to bridge that gap. You know, I know it looks very romantic, wax on, wax off, paint, paint the fence, paint the fence. It's romanticized, but if you think of it, you know, fundamentally, if you had someone do that in your school and they're paying you money, that's a bad day. That's a bad day. So is that a decent action? In our school, you know, you come into our school back where I grew up, in my papa's school, you're a white belt. The first thing we do is break your ribs, right? We hit you with a sidekick. And if you come back the next day, you get to hang out with us. Before in my daddy's school, you know, if you're late to a class, you have to do push-ups. I saw one guy posted social media, if you forget your belt, listen to me, if you forget your belt, he has a frozen pink belt. I don't know why it's pink. I don't know what this man's gig is, but a frozen pink belt. So if you forget your belt and you show up to class, this guy makes you put on a frozen pink belt. Or another one, you know, come on. They run you through a gauntlet and they whip you with a belt. I don't know about that. Is that a decent behavior? You could, we could run that thing up a flagpole a million times. And there's a lot of behavior in the martial arts industry that is indecent. Every time I see some freaking school owner that's molesting some underage kid, that just hurts our industry. So living and dying by decency. Decency. I know that's hardcore, but is it not true, Right? Are you willing to stand with me and speak the, speak the truth? How many times a year do we see that come up at some news feed or social media that some freaking school owner, you know, has been doing indecent things with some minor? Come on. Come on. Right? And that's a huge thing hurting our industry. So decency. Quality. Quality. I'm famous in my own mind. I think everything I do is of quality. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. I can always do better. So when we talk about quality, you need to do surveys, right? I'm getting ready to launch a survey because now as we're pivoting through this and we're going to keep these surveys going, they're going to be part of our email flows. I want to know more. And any great company has surveys. Surveys help us improve the quality because they're a totally anonymous viewpoint. We're not sitting here famous in our own mind. And when I talk to that school owner, I enroll all my trials. Nobody leaves. You know, I have perfect, no attrition, blah, blah, blah. Well, because I have quality martial arts. Quality, 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 right? Quality martial arts. Well, sir, you've been at 100 students for over a decade. That doesn't make any sense to me, right? So that quality can only be measured by other outside influences. And that's real important, but it takes a lot of humility. I get surveys from Disney. I went to Disney on Ice and they said to me, you know, what did you think of your experience? I go to the car dealership and they service my car. Would they send me a survey, right? So at least they're making that effort to say we want quality, but we realize we can't just live in our own culture, our own headspace, if I'm truly, truly the yin and the yang to create that higher level of quality in our business, we need surveys. But from that surveys, we need to take that information and turn it into wisdom by creating a system and actionable steps that allow us to do just that and prove the quality of what we do. Right? I have a saying, we constantly improve upon what we do to better serve you. And I'm going to recommit to that here publicly because we need to do a better job. Right? We've been just simply trying to teach, keep things going, right? keep the boat afloat. But now as we come out of this and it's a new day, everything is changing in that aspect because I want to be a higher level of quality. Community. You know me. Community, that, that's a done day. That's a done day. And that's one of the biggest things when I'm working with my clients in wisdom. I ask them, how do we serve the community? When you plan that calendar, stop thinking about what is my ROI? What is my return on investment? Or I'm not doing this event. No. If you are a business in a community, you must serve that community. And I see that's a challenge with a lot of businesses. They think they open their door. You know, you pay me money, I give you a pizza. Okay. That's... That's it. I can buy a damn pizza anywhere. Well, guess what? People can take martial arts anywhere. You are not the only school in that community. So you have to ask yourself, how do I position myself in a community as a business that cares? Put it in the comments. How do you, give me, give, give me some feedback. How do you, how do you give back to your community? What do you do right now? I love it. I love that, Conrad. Here's one. If I have free time off the mat, I sit down and check in with the parents. If I have free time. So, Conrad, let me challenge you one step further on that, sir. Consistency is the key to quality. I'm going to ask you to schedule a certain amount of time every week to do just that. Because we never have free time consistently, right? So you, I want you to schedule that in, Conrad. I like it, but I want you to schedule that in. Make it a habit. Make it a consistent habit, all right? Please, uh, Farzad, stage five here, keeping us busy. Pivoting again, but keeping consistent, experiencing remote or on-site. Good for you, sir. Yeah, we're doing the same thing right now. You, you know, we pivoted hard. Uh, we had moved all Saturday classes back indoors at both locations. Guess what? We're moving them back outside on Saturdays. San Francisco has an outdoor location. Millbury, I can't secure one right now. But what we did do in Millbury this week, which I thought was very bold, 
very bold because we had some campers come up, you know, over the two-week period. I decided Monday through Thursday, all classes will be virtual. And so they went totally virtual in Millbrae. Right, that way the after schoolers had the run of the location. We had no kickboxing classes, no adult classes, so we minimize the number of people in the school. Next week, back to normal. So you see where I'm going with that? That 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 ability to serve your community above, as I say, people before profits, right? Right? Super important. Super important. So I'm I'm ever mindful of that. So how do you serve your community? Let's see what else. Hey Kabir, what's happening? I love it. Tell me you're here. I see everybody sitting up in the corner. Put your name in there. Tell me the name of your school. Tell me where you're tuning in from, please. And we're not giving away anything. I decided in 2022, I'm not giving anything away anymore for you sharing this. Because I give you a lot. I give you a lot. All right? What was your example, Brandon? Please so always do tail the shrimp. What? What was your example about detail the shrimp? I'm not sure, Ashton, is that the Benihana thing? Hey, Virginia, there's Virginia. I saw you on the TV spot. Nice job, ma'am. Nice job. I, I, I love the T-shirt the design you had too, Virginia, of Journey Martial Arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the last one is storytelling, right? I say that to all my clients. I've said that for years and years and years and years and years that you need to become a storyteller, right? Growing up, you know, I love reading and to read something and, and, and immerse myself in a story. Think of someone like Harry Potter. Look at all those stories. Look at every Disney movie. I mean, stories. You need to become the storyteller of your business. That is why, that is why I'm not big on you farming out your social media. Stop being so damn lazy. Carve out the amount of time and become a storyteller. Well, I, I'm not good on camera. Well, you know what? You weren't good in the martial arts at one point either. Well, I'm not a good writer. Well, you know what? You weren't good in the martial arts at one time either, right? So I think it's a sad excuse and one you need to change because nobody can tell your story better than you. Nobody, nobody. You know, I was working with one of my clients the other day and she was talking about, you know, growing up in, in, in a man's world of martial arts. And that's why she created this culture for just girls and women. I said, man, I'd be 10xing that. I'd be sharing that in social media. I'd be talking about when I was eight years old. You know, just I'd be cultivating events, everything that centers around women empowerment. But there's got to be a why behind it. We know that with the Me Too movement and all that. It's trendy. It's hip. It's almost to the point where people are desensitized. But you know what they're not desensitized to? A good story. And her story is unique. Her story is special. And it's one that needs to be told. And every one of you have a unique story. But you need to cultivate it, right? One of the things I always ask my clients is, you know, why did you enroll in the martial arts? Well, da 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 da. Okay. Why did you choose to be a black belt? Ah, oh, da 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 da. Okay. And what made you want to be an instructor? Ah, oh, da 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 da. Okay. And then what made you choose this as your life's calling, as your career, as your purpose to be a teacher and own a school? Ah, oh, da da da. There's a lot of stories there. A lot of them. And if you take the time to write, the potential is unlimited. Cool? You with me? You with me? Let me take a deep breath here. See if any more comments. Hey, James, what's happening? Yep, Grammarly is a great app to help you with your writing. The market asked you if you wanted them 
to detail the shrimp because they weren't busy. Oh, yes, 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 and double yes. Okay, so you know me because I'm always looking for these stories, right? Because I do my car talks. I have success never sleeps. I've got all these things, so I'm always aware of that. So the story was I was in the market, right? And this guy didn't have to do this because they never do this. I, I, I was in the meat market. I was getting shrimp for dinner. And I'm standing there, and the guy goes, would you like me to de-vein and peel your shrimp? And I said, wow, nobody's ever done that for me here before. And he goes, yeah, well, we're not too busy, and, and, and I'd love to do that for you. I went, wow, right? I've been going to this place for 15 freaking years, and nobody's ever done that for me. You know, I'll go there anyways, right? But the fact that this person was that in tune, that aware, going the extra mile, you can't teach that, folks. So you know what I took that as? That's going to become one of my qualities I look for when hiring somebody, right? The person who's that aware, he could have easily tagged and bagged that shrimp and let me go. But he said, can I devein and peel the shrimp? Yeah, that one, Ashton, absolutely, right? That's another story I tell. I tell you so many stories, right? About the homeless history teacher, about the magic boy, right? It led to a TED Talk, Happy on Purpose. I tell stories and those stories help create that emotional connection that builds trust, right? I'm not afraid to tell people I was molested. I'm not afraid to share with people I was in a foster home as a child. I'm not afraid to say my father was physically abusive and beat me up all the time. I'm not afraid to say that because it's a story, right? It's a story. And somebody in this world can relate to that. And you create that emotional connection. So telling stories, when you look at a, a, a social media ad, and you're cultivating that, everybody's going, what's my ROI? How, how can I get more students from this? Just tell the freaking story. If 99% of the people aren't there to buy when they're scrolling through the newsfeed or looking at your page, then stop selling. Tell stories. Like the Hawaiians say, you know, we tell story, man. We tell story, right? And through cultures, think about it, culturally, from generation to generation, tribe to tribe, there's always the elder sharing the stories, sharing the stories. And the story is being lost because this, this is what you get at a family party. TikTok, YouTube, throw the dog a bone, right? That's it. But you know what? When someone can tell a compelling story and match that with an image, be it video, or be it print, sure, all of the above. I think they still all work. I know video's king, video's king, video's king. But I tell you, when I see a kick-ass picture, it makes me want to glance up at that copy. And if the first couple of sentences catch me, I will hit see more. I've done it many times. I'm like anybody else at social media. We will do that, right? So did, did, did I beat that dog enough? Put in the comment that I am a storyteller. Write that. I am a storyteller. Yeah, James, we have our first wisdom call today. Yep, yep, yep. But see, Ashton, you, you know, what's that about? For me, though, imagine if whether that meat market was busy or not, they put that as a brand absolute, right? A brand absolute, meaning to say, this is something we do in our school, like hello at the front door, that's a brand absolute. There is no compromise, there is no if or what you which or what you way. Everybody says hello when you walk through that door. That's a brand absolute. Imagine Ashton, what would that be like if they made it a brand absolute to devein and peel that shrimp? 
So I want you to put in the comments. Everybody write that right now. I am a storyteller. I am a storyteller, right? I will be, I could be, maybe. No, I am. I am. Present time. I am. I am a winner. I am successful. I am financially free. I am healthy. No, I'm not. I'm 20 pounds overweight. Well, if you think you're 20 pounds overweight, you're going to beat yourself with guilt. I am healthy. If I can see it, I can be it. Put it in there right now. I am a storyteller, right? Yes, Sensei Mish, you tell great stories, right? Great stories. And so be mindful of that. Become that storyteller. Cool? All right. Let me jump into another slide. Okay. The four keys. And this one just like, wow, wow, right? These are four keys, right? I would call these brand absolutes at Disney. Number one is safety. Safety, right? Disney's big on safety. So the rides are safe. The park is safe. Everything about Disney centers around safety. I honestly, you know, I'm sure if I dig really, really deep, I probably don't know anyone who's died on a ride at Disneyland unless it was a heart attack or something else. They're huge on safety. If you look at all their ADA paths and stuff, they're pretty huge. I mean, they've gone out of their way to create this really safe environment. I don't see some kid climbing up a wall at Disney because it's not set up that way. I don't see, you know, where a kid can strategically do a lot of those things. Safety is huge for them, not only for the people attending the park, but for their team as well. Everything's well lit. You won't walk through Disney and it's dark. I mean, it's just everything about it. So safety is huge for them. Courtesy, right? I thought that was so cool because it's one of the Taekwondo tenants. Courtesy. Hmm. Taekwondo, hmm, Disney, hmm, I'm sure we could find courtesy as, as one of those, those brand absolutes in other environments as well. I'm sure we can. Courtesy, courtesy, right? And what does it take to be a decent human being? Well, I think what it requires us to really understand the value of serving And the humanism, you know, I had a great talk with Sam on yesterday and, and we were talking together about humanism, right? In the world of metaverse and, and, and where everybody's living with technology, humanism is what's going to rank high, right? Because a computer can't be humanistic yet. So that humanism that we can offer each other and courtesy is one of those things. It's not simply programmed to say please and thank you. It's a very heartfelt awareness that, oh, as a human being, I want to serve you well. And that means being courteous, right? Being courteous. The other day I did that. I was in a long line and I let some guy get in, right? I thought it was fine. I had no problem with it. And this guy behind me started honking, just freaking, ah. Right? And lo and behold, the guy who got in my line wasn't even meant to be in our line. He needed to go somewhere else. And he did. He pulled out and continued on his way. And I just looked back at this guy like, you know, was that necessary? The guy didn't even stay in line. But I felt it was courteous to do that, to do that. So you see where I'm going with that? Humanism. If more of us are courteous, guess what? Please and thank you, being mindful of people, being thoughtful of people. We can do that all day long in our business, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, I love that, that Chris. Everybody look at that. In, in a high-tech, 
be high touch, right? I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Eye contact, high five, say your name, right? The three by three rule that everybody lives by. Sure. Show. Show is a big one, right? Because we are entertaining. I don't care what anybody says. I know I'm an academic, you know, institution of learning and da 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 da, but it's a show, baby. It's a show. And if you're not ready to put on a show, then you need to go home, right? When I walk into school and it's stinky, it smells. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story, story, story. I was working with a school learner. We're talking on the phone and, and you know, we're doing this onboarding call. And, and I said to her, I want you to go to the bathroom. She goes, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I want you to go into your bathroom at your school. She goes, uh, okay. And as she went into the bathroom, I said, what is, what is your bathroom smell like? And I'm telling you, this is about as gross as we can get. I hope everyone's okay with this. And I said, tell me what your bathroom smells like. And she said to me, my restroom smells like man ass. And I didn't want to know how she understood that smell and knew that smell. But she said, my bathroom smells like man ass. That is not a show. That is not a show. That's a bad day. And too many schools ride on that. They want a stinky, funky gym. That's fine in a Rocky movie, right? That's fine if I need to go back to my roots. Da -dun -dun. But in the real world, you walk into my bathrooms, they're clean. They're clean between classes. We have a baby changing table. It's spotless. It's, it's totally safe. You guys that keep all of your cleaning supplies in the bathroom, take them out now. What if some little kid grabs a hold of some Windex thinking it's freaking blue Gatorade and gets that stuff in his eye or even worse, drinks it? Take all that stuff out. I can't tell you how many schools I walk into, restaurants I walk into, and right there in some little cabinet on the floor, Windex. Oh, there's some bleach there too. Oh, oh my God. That's not a show. That's not a show, right? Both our schools are immaculate. So that is part of the show, right? Our classes start, there's music. We run high energy classes. And it's very strategically what we say and what we do is all part of that show and it is rehearsed. So that's why in your staff training, part of that show is make sure everybody's saying the same things, please. That's a big one. And as I preview the tapes from, you know, one of the things I do in Wisdom is I have people record the first three minutes of their best class, the middle three minutes of their best class, and the last three minutes of their best class, okay? And then I watch it. And the one thing I find across the board is the most random random things people say. So I think it's really important when, when you walk into Chick-fil-A, right? I think it's my pleasure to serve you, whatever, right? Burger King, have it your way. We live within a certain language that helps fulfill that in the show, right? But we want personality, their energy and all that, but we want to make sure part of that show is you deliver your lines properly so I can deliver my lines. Right? Imagine if you, if you were in a stage play and this guy just randomly went off script and started talking about nonsense. That's not part of the show. I didn't come here for that. Right? Imagine if I'm watching Disney on ice and they're skating around and in the middle of it, someone decides to lay down and eat a candy bar in the middle of the show on, on the ice. That's not part of the show. Right? So it's important when we understand the elements of the show, it's well rehearsed. It's very well planned out. And they're executing a strategy to do what? To do what with that show? To, oh, efficiency? Oh, to efficiently deliver and fulfill 
the customer's expectation at the highest level possible. You with me? At the highest level possible. Okay? So take a look at those four keys and see which ones you are currently implementing into your business and ones that you're not. Ooh, Virginia. I was listening to someone talking about gamification of class attendance today. About of class attendance today. And the consultant was saying that students should know the greatest benefit to attending classes is the opportunity to win prizes. I just thought that was a sad concept to set the bar so low. Yeah, you know, Disney, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to agree with you 150%, and then I'll read the rest of it. Our students should understand that the benefits to attending classes and training martial arts are nothing short of life-changing, so much greater than any silly prize. If we are providing a Disney experience on the mat, we should never need to incentivize attendance with prizes and contests and gimmicks. Yeah. Disney don't have none of that. You could buy it. You could buy the upgrade. You could buy those different things. But as far as Disney goes, that stuff doesn't exist, right? And I get it. You dangle the proverbial carrot in front of somebody's face. I get that. But you are right, Virginia, 150%. Through our social media, through our communication, through the things that we do, we should always be promoting benefits, 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 benefits. Benefits, benefits. And if you have a clear why right? My case, it's live your best life. That's the benefit. So I was communicating that, right? I, I did one at, at Google last night and I put teens live their best life with confidence and achieving goals in our martial arts and life skills programs. Okay. I fulfilled the why. I talked about what we do and I promoted a benefit based upon what? A very clear why. That's why when I work with my clients, I'm so big on their brand. I'm so big on their purpose and their why. And that's why I believe Journey Martial Arts does so well. You know, I think news reporters are attracted to you. I think people are attracted to you because it's a very clear brand and it's about that journey. And I loved when you said that, you know, because the guys go, well, how do I kick some ass? How do I kick some ass? And you said, really, it's about managing your stress. It's the journey of being the best version of yourself and feeling good. I dug that. I dug that. It's okay if you're the kumbaya. I'd rather be the kumbaya than the ass kicker because I grew up as the ass kicker. And you know what? My dad still has less than 100 students. He hasn't, hasn't even opened back up since the pandemic. So you, you can be the ass kicker school all you want if that's what you believe you need to do, right? I think we need to find for each of us what works best for us. And that's important. So, you know, play the kumbaya, you know? I think, I think it's a beautiful thing, Virginia. Stay with it. Be with it. Because that journey is important. It's really important. Ricardo, what's happening, Ricardo? Welcome. Yeah, and that's it. You know, the gimmicky thing, it's like being at a carnival. I can't, I can't stand it. My kids walk away with these cheap stuffed animals and these blow-up hammers. They're just cheap. Everything's cheap, right? It's cheap. And it's not what I believe we are meant to do. So that higher end, and Disney is high end, right? No matter what, no matter how you want to slice or dice it, you pay a lot for anything at Disney, right? Do you not? Do you not? You pay a lot for everything at Disney. Cool? Woo! I know, right? Let, let me take a quick break here. I, I want to, you know, thank all my sponsors as we come into 2022. My partner, my partnerships are relationships I love, people I value, two lay in the gang at my studio. I love you too. I love you, love you, love you too. I'm grateful to say, and, and if I may say that publicly, 
You know, his little baby boy just finished the last round of chemo. I can't wait till little baby Jace comes home and, and he's completely done with that. You know, what a warrior. What a warrior. Kids of Life Skills, again, my sister Letitia, Marco, Amy, Chris. If you're ready for some great character development, you want to move in a way that your school is that Disney, you need a great character development system. You do. And it's not just badges. It's the live talk. It's the student parent discovery sheet. It's the facilitator handout. It's, you know, everything that goes into that. So it's not a badge company, right? And be very clear about that. If you want to partner with people that care about your success, talk to Marco Letitia. LC Accounting, again, I'm going to toot my sister's horn. She is one of my angels in this world and she takes really good care of me. And, and to have that vulnerability to know I can pick up that phone and ask her for anything, any time of day, and she's going to go to bat for me. I mean, I can't say enough. And of course, Stephen, I love you, Stephen. Right? I haven't seen Stephen Reinstein in a while, but what he does with Market Muscles is amazing. I know he's rolling out version three. It's taking some time, but everybody, when you get version three, you're going to love it. You're freaking going to love it. It's a good thing. Cool? And put your questions in. You know, I know I've been talking really hard. I haven't been here in two weeks. Ivan, what's up, Ivan? And I haven't been here in two weeks because of the holidays. So I feel like I got to give you lots of good information. But tell me, put it in the comments. Does all of this make sense to you? Tell me, does all of this make sense to you? I believe it does. I believe it does. You should read the Disney way. You know, you should go to Disney with a notebook, which I've done many times, you know, with my kids. And I just take notes and I'm observing. One of the most amazing things I observed was we watched that electric parade, right? Everyone's sitting on Main Street and da-da-da-da-da, we're watching it. And, you know, they got people selling popcorn and balloons and stuff and before the parade. But if you ever see this, it's, it's like a phenomena. Right? There's popcorn on the ground all over the cobblestone of Main Street and people leave their bottles because they don't care. Da, 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 da. Right? But so I was there one time and I hadn't noticed it the first or second time, but it was like the third time I was watching this electric light parade. Right? And as soon as it was done, everybody stood up and started dispersing like ants. Pew, Frontierland, Tomorrowland. But what I noticed, right? What I noticed is this army of Disney staff with that little, oh, this thing right here. Let me grab this. Let me grab this. Imagery, imagery. We even got one here. Look, look. Okay. See? This. Now, this is, you know, not the easiest way to clean up, but you know what it allowed them to do? I literally watched them on the heels of the flow, and they were like, choo, choo, choo. And they sat there. So by the time this crowd was completely dispersed, Main Street was spotless. And there wasn't a single, a single staff member in sight sweeping. Because that's not part of the show, right? What would that be like if you watched your most favorite movie and you saw some light rigging guy there in the shot? It wouldn't work, right? See, Disney gets that about the show. Same thing, if there was a big stage production for Disney, what would that look like if somebody was right in the middle there with their clipboard directing traffic? So I looked at that and I went, wow, that's powerful. So here's one of the examples how we do that. And, you know, it's the best of our ability. What do you do when someone pees on the floor? It happens. 
The first thing we do, the class moves this way 10 feet. And we face them away from what's going on. We take that kid. The kid goes that way. Completely out off stage. Because you're mad. Make no mistake, that mat out there, that's your stage, right? And the kid went that way, boom. Then the team mobilized, put cones around the wet area, right? We take paper towels first, wipe up the urine. Of course, we have gloves on and a little plastic bag. We wiped up the urine, boom. Disinfectant wipes came out next, wipe that up. Boom, change the gloves out, put on new gloves, Boom, hit it up with paper towels. We can make that transition and get that mat, that show, back to where it should be within three minutes. Not even three. While the other staff member was doing what? We have changes of clothes for kids. Changes of clothes. So when that mom comes in from Starbucks and sits down, we don't announce it to the class. We go, hey, mom, Johnny had a small accident. Here you go. And, you know, keep you can keep the, the clothes that Johnny has on. Whoa. And we've done that so many times, it's almost a seamless experience. And what really inspired that? What inspired that? What inspired that? When I watched Disney clean that street. Because things like that are going to happen. They are. They simply are. But when they happen, do you amplify? Why'd you pee on the floor? Didn't your mama raise you right? You know, or do you turn that into a win? So we've even gone so far as we use white so that you don't see the wet clothes in the bag. It's a frosted little plastic bag. Pretty cool, right? Because that parent's embarrassed. So if you keep it on the down low and you do it really strategically, we made that part of that show. Are you with me? Who's with me on that? Who's with me? Anybody? Can you see that story I just told? Joey, what's up, Joey? All right, so. And this... This is Disney, where dreams come true, okay? Now, storytelling. How many stories do you have where a parent comes to you? And I'm going to just yin and yang for a minute, okay? Yin and yang, yin and yang, the nightmare. My kid has no confidence. They're going to get bullied their whole freaking life. They're never going to get the boy or girl of their dreams. They're going to end up working some low-level job. Or even worse, they're going to end up living in my garage at 35 playing video games. Can you please teach my child confidence? Please? Please? And then magically one day, through the hard work, through the decency and the quality and the community and the show, and the efficiency, right? And the different values and the Disney experience you create, the emotional connection. One day, mom's sitting there and her child is leading that class with total confidence. When mom can come to you and say, you know what? My, my, my child's not being bullied anymore. Where dreams come true. Every day, we have that opportunity. And are we going to squander it with ego? Are we going to squander it with our own personal lack of discipline? Are we going to squander it because we're the boss and we can do whatever we want because it's our school instead of a culture, a community? So we are much like Disney. We are the place where dreams come true. 
But we have to have that awareness and that mindfulness, right? And that commitment. Instead of telling a parent, and when I hear this, I always got to check my school owners and say, you know, the parent needs to understand. The parent needs to understand. No, they don't. If we want to make those dreams come true, it is for us to understand, to actively listen to what that parent genuinely needs. Well, they don't know what they need. When they come to take martial arts, they don't know what they need. If I hear that one more freaking time, I think I'm going to kick myself in the mouth. Can I do that? How do you do that? Can you kick yourself in the mouth, Virginia? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I hear one more sales freaking script in the martial arts industry saying, well, a parent doesn't know what they need when they come through the door. Oh, there's no dreams come true there. Not at all. Not at all. So if I want to fulfill that, I've got to really be willing to pull back my own covers and go through my organization and look at every aspect and say, hey, is this really the place where dreams come true? Not only for your students and family, what about your team? Do you ever ask your team what their dreams are? You know, we can all do a better job. Me too. I'll be the first in, in the me too line. I need to do a better job. But I know I'm making huge headways. TJ bought a home during the pandemic. His brother bought a car. We just gave everybody raises I couldn't afford right now. Because I want their dreams to come true. If I can help their dreams come true, guess what? They're going to love to be part of this. You know, we had one of our team members leave us and she wants to go back to college and finish it and work. If that's her dream, I support you 150 million thousand percent, right? You can't pick and choose where we're going to help people's dreams come true and where we're not, where we're not. And then, of course, what are your dreams? What dreams do you have that you want fulfilled? What are they? What are they? You know, for me, I'll be 60 years old this month. And my dream is just to help as many people as I can. You know, it, it really is that. And when I launched into wisdom, it's very ambitious. And my wife said to me, you're going to talk to these people every day. I said, yeah. You know, what's funny about that, If I don't, I don't think you guys can see this. But I'll share it with you. Because this is how you make dreams come true. Can you see that? Oh, you guys can't see. Okay, there you go. All the people that are pinned in my message, the top three are Tisha, TJ, and my wife, right? Because that's Tisha. You're there. Okay, right in the middle. It says T. But look at that after that. James Walker, Marco. I mean, the people who are pinned in my text at the top are everybody I'm working with in wisdom. Right? And my wife said that. And you're going to talk to them an hour a week and you're going to do that, 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 that. She goes, that's really time consuming. But I said, you know what? I really want to help people make their version of success, which is another form of where dreams come true. If we can create that in our schools, if we can do that for people, and it does mean sacrifice sometimes. It does mean putting people before profit sometimes. The potential is unlimited but as long as we live in a strict fear-based thinking of how much money can I make off this person? How can I upgrade them? How can I put in built-in retail sales? How can I do da 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 We're going to lose every time. Every time, every time. Every time, every time. And that's what I love about Disney. They are expensive, but they deliver.
I've been to the Alani in Hawaii. That's an amazing experience. I haven't been on a Disney cruise, and Stephanie and Noah Seidel will say the Disney cruise is the best cruise out of all cruise. We have a neighbor who's been on Princess Cruise, this cruise, da 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 da. He says the best cruise is the Disney cruise. Their commitment to making dreams come true is what this is all about. So think about that. We're in a very unique position right now. As, as we get through this last wave, I really believe, and this is just me, and I've been pretty on point about this through the whole pandemic, I think it's going to be a new day, a whole new day for us. And if we really can keep our hope and our faith, dreams come true, the most magical place on earth, if we can keep living from that place and all this gloom and doom and uncertainty and fear, you are going to be the place where dreams come true. You are going to be the most magical place on earth in your community, in your neighborhood. And whether it's a parent's night out, a birthday party, a day camp, doesn't matter. It's really about that. And I believe we, as the martial arts schools, are in the most unique position to cultivate that. We just have to get past our egos and past that my white tiger kung fu is better than your eagle claw and really focus on being the most magical place on earth and being the place where dreams come true. Cool? I'm Brandon Beliso. Please, you can find me everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Marco will put it in there, all of my different YouTube, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're everywhere. Share this with everybody. We are part of a movement to change this industry. And call it what you want. It doesn't have to be the disruptors. It could be the kumbayas. It could be the freaking power puffs. I don't care. But we really are in a unique position. And if you love martial arts as much as I do, then let's move that needle. Share this with people. Tell them to check out this crazy man. He might have something of value to share with you. All right? Happy New Year. I'm Brandon Beliso. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again. What are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life.